I don't know when the last time it was that I have used a paper map. Almost always I use a some form of GPS and um, Google. I love Google Maps. It's a particularly um, great map system. You know, it's funny, you know, it's only not that many years ago we were all using paper maps. But, you know, when you think about it, the, the map uh, through the GPS is really amazing. You just put in where you want to go. And it, it gives you the route and tells you exactly what to do and where to go. And that's the great thing about Google Maps. It tells you as you're driving. It will just uh, take a left here, take a right here, and um, you'll always get there. Uh, a particularly thing I like about the Google Map, and I'm not sure if you ever use it, is this thing to call the hybrid. And it, it gives you a satellite image of where it is that you're going. And uh, I like to look at that so that I get a, a visual so I have the sense of where, where exactly I am going to. If I'm going to somewhere new, I've never been before, uh, then I, I turn on this thing that they have feature called Streetwise. And it actually gives you a, a, a satellite image of the exact street that you're going to be driving up. It's really amazing. I often do that, and I, I pull it back like first a mile before where I'm going to be so I know exactly what the neighborhood looks like when I, when I get there. It's absolutely amazing. Brilliant technology. But there's this latest app, and I'm not sure that Google bought them. It's the name of the company is Waze, W-A-Z-E. And it's an amazing piece of software because it's what's known as social media enabled. And this basically means that we all contribute to it, that when we're driving around, all our data is feeding into its algorithms. What's amazing about this particular program or app is that it allows you, uh, if you program, you said you want to get there at the fastest, then it will reroute you on the side streets if it knows that the main roads are, are slow because of the feedback it's getting from its customers. It knows what speed is on all those roads. Um, so it's amazing. I, I was coming back from Santa Clara there not too long ago, and I was leaving there at 5.15, trying to get back here to Amadan for a 6 o'clock meeting. Now, obviously I'm not... Um, I'm not used to that rush hour traffic. But I'll put it in and it calculates and it goes and it says 42 minutes. It's okay. Well, that's pretty good. I'm going to make it. So I, I started driving. I'm thinking, wow, this traffic's really, really bad. And I know Santa Clara really, really well. So I decided to take off one of the side streets, which I knew. And it recalculates 57 minutes. Whatever. What? No, 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 no way. And sure enough, go down the street and then I hit a whole streak in red lights. And I said, oh, no, no, I know a better way because I know the streets. So I took another left turn and ended up, and it recalculates again. It goes, 79 minutes. Anyway, make a long story short, I get back 79 minutes late, 79 minutes later than my original time because I didn't trust Waze and so now of course when I drive I always trust Waze and I just listen to her it's really stress-free because I just kind of listen to what she says and I do it and that's it I I know she's got more data points than I do the reason why I bring this up today is the gospel um, we hear about this rich young man who comes to the Lord and asks how does he inherit eternal life? It's a reasonable question. 
I mean, in fact, any of us might want to ask that question. He knows where he wants to go. And in a sense, Jesus says, you know, take your car and go there, which is, you know, basically follow the rules. Follow the rules. The rules which you know. And he says, quickly responds, says, yes, I did, I have. But then Jesus says one thing deeper. He says, go sell what you have and give it to the poor and come follow me. He just can't follow those instructions. That's just too much. It's just too much trust in Jesus. And he walks away sad. And you know, as he walks away sad, there's a part of all of us that's sad. He's a part of all of us that we're not willing, we're not willing to follow the Lord. Quite that extreme. I mean, we do follow the Lord, but are we willing to sell everything we have to give away anything that possesses us in any way and to follow the Lord? And he's a part of us that's all sad because we don't follow the Lord completely like the Lord asks us. That is what we're called to do. We're called to completely trust in Jesus. And, and here's the interesting thing. When we do that, when we do that, well, it's a kind of stress-free life because we don't worry about things because we know the Lord will, will get us there. Um, just like me driving with ways. I can drive stress-free. Stress I just know whatever the, the estimated time of arrival ETA is, it's going to be that because it's really accurate. And so is Jesus. Jesus is really accurate if we just follow his call. I know it's hard. It's hard for all of us, including myself. Over these last several weeks, we've been talking about um, investing in our faith, serving Christ Jesus in all we, in all we do. And I've asked for an extraordinary commitment from everyone of 2.5 percent of our gross time, talent, and treasure. And some of you have come back to me and said, two and a half percent of my time, four hours a week. That's just huge, Father. Do you know what you're asking? Yes, I do. And that's just a minimum. For some of you are considering giving me 10 hours. And I thank you for that. And that's exactly what we're looking for. One hour in prayer, 10 minutes a day, six days a week. One hour in worship. And one hour in service of those in need. One hour elective, helping those in one of the other three areas again. I know it's a huge commitment your time and time. And then some of you come back and say, Two and a half percent of gross income, Lord, do you, Brendan, Father Brent, do you understand what you have asked for? And yes, I do. And I know it's huge. But I'm not asking you to trust in me, I'm asking you to trust in Jesus who knows the, who knows the way. That is. The discipleship, the kind of discipleship that Christ wants us to have. What Pope Francis calls missionary discipleship. We are called to serve those on the extremes. The people who have nobody to take care of them. Broken by life. Broken sometimes by circumstance. Sometimes broken by bad choices. We are called to serve them. Jesus Christ said he is the way, the truth, and the life. And we come to follow Jesus. 
In the book of Solomon, the book of wisdom we read this morning, we hear of Solomon's prayer. He was given any an opportunity to ask for anything he wanted from the Lord. He asked for only one thing. The wisdom of how to serve the Lord and to lead his people. The wisdom to know the right choice. And he was granted that and all the above and more. Today Jesus promises us that he will give an abundance to those of us who follow him. A hundred times more, he said, in this life and beyond. And so, today we, we come to this table to make that commitment one more time. To come and to follow Jesus. To leave everything behind and to trust him completely. To not be afraid that he does not know the way to eternal life. He has more data points than we do. He knows the way. He is the way. And so we come to choose Christ once more.